On the topic of home ownership in Calgary, uh, Canada, and Calgary, and Edmonton, and all over the province, um, we know that uh, the the price of homes in our country just continues to rise. It's over eight hundred thousand dollars for the average home. It's a little bit better in our province. I mean, it's under five hundred in Edmonton, about five and a half in Calgary. It's still a lot of money, and um, you know it. It's difficult. It's very, very difficult for people to get into the market. So I think maybe the calculation is changing because I think for a long time we've just had this idea, this thought process, this sort of we see it as something that we need to do. You need to buy your home. You can't rent. Renting is crazy. Don't do it. Is that true? Or is there another way to look at it? We're going to find out. We're going to chat now with uh, Jean-Francois Perrault, who is the chief economist at Scotiabank. Um Get him on the air here. Mr. Pearl, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time today. You're very welcome. It's happy to be on. It's an interesting discussion because I think, you know, I'm 50 years old, and for me, it's always just been, well, that's what you do. You you grow up, and when you're growing up, you buy a home, and that's that's really the only smart thing to do. Is is that a common perception that a lot of people, certainly, you know, people in my Mm -hmm. age and older believe that, yeah, you buy a home, that's what we do? Well, I'm, I'm 50 years old as well, and that was that was that was the same thing with me. I mean, as soon as I could when I was uh, in my 20s, yeah. late 20s, I bought a house because that <laughs> that's what we're kind of programmed to do, and that's what everybody was doing back then. Um, I think I think as a country, we are generally um, uh, you know we are active homebuyers. I mean, our home ownership rate in Canada is pretty high by international standards, higher than the U.S., higher than Europe, um, and that reflects you know this 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 cultural. Um, preference for, for for home buying across and, the country, and it's not just you know the cultural preference. Like that, I think you're right. That's that's a big part of it. There are very good reasons to buy, right? I mean, you can make really good arguments on the financial side of this. That yeah, it's a smart thing to do. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, the the reality is. Um, that there, you know, for for homeowners, uh, if you've got a single principal residence, you know, the tax sheltered gains that occur when your house rises in value and you eventually sell it are, are quite substantial. Right? I mean, that is there's a, a very very favorable tax treatment to those kinds of savings. So there is, in fact, historically been a financial incentive to want to buy a house, given that you know you could accumulate a lot of savings in there and dispose of them at some point in time. And not have to pay any income tax on that. So, and I mean, obviously, that's a great benefit. It's also it's an investment. A lot of people see it as sort of their retirement, right? I mean, they're, they're yeah, buying they, their home, and that's going to just appreciate in value, and it's a good investment. Absolutely, and and that has certainly been the case over the last uh, number of years yeah. in Canada. That that you know, if you bought a house five years ago, almost anywhere in the country, chances are you've made a lot of money off that property already. And, you know, I'm wondering if this fits into it at all. You know, hearing all these stories about the prices of homes going up 25% and, you know, it's absolutely crazy and then it's going to come down and there's going to be a correction for a guy who owns his home and has no intentions on moving. It's kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Like, you're not into that. You're not worried about all that sort of stuff if you've bought a home and you're mm-hmm. staying in it for a while, right? That's right. That's right. I mean, the, you know, the people that are worried about a house price decline are, you know, those that basically bought it. A year ago or 18 months yeah. ago. And, and I worried, okay, well, maybe if prices fall 10, 15, 20%, I'll be underwater for a period of time. Um, I don't think that's very likely, but that those are the ones that, that you know, might be worried about that. For the rest of, of folks that have bought their place a couple of years ago, beyond that, I mean, the price decline that you would ex- need to see for people to be in negative equity is, is like, it's, it's almost unrealistic for most, for most markets. Like, that's not likely to happen. So it's a very... 
effectively, it's a very safe investment. It has been a very safe investment. So we often look at, I think a lot of us look at renting as you're throwing money away. It's a waste of money. Mm -hmm. You're just giving money to somebody else. You should be saving it in the form of having property that you own. Um, Is that entirely true? I mean, is it all bad? Is it a complete waste of money to be renting? Of course not. No, I mean, it's a perfectly, it's a perfectly valid approach to, to homeownership, right? I mean, as I said, a lot of folks around the world, a lot of countries around the world, advanced countries, folks rent to a significant degree more than, than they do here. So there's no stigma attached to renting in other parts of the world. Is there upside? Um, Is there benefits to renting that we're not, you know, paying attention to here? Well, well, I mean, there, sure. I mean, for most folks, rent is cheaper than paying for a mortgage, right? So you are able to save in a different way if you if you have the ability to save in relation to your income. Um, you know, some folks, you know, don't want to buy a house. They're perfectly happy being renters. Um, you know, renting provides you an opportunity to to ride out some cycles, right? If you are a risk-averse person and you're afraid of what might happen to home prices if you were to purchase one, renting provides you with, with, with obviously, the, the safety of not having to worry about that. Um, and, for, and for a lot of people, and increasingly a lot of people, there isn't really a choice. You yeah. know, you, it's, if you can't afford a 20% down payment on a house that's now 800000 500000 550000 depending on where you are in the country, you need shelter at the end of the day, and, and so you're going to rent. And there's, I don't think there should be any, I don't think folks should think about that in any kind of negative terms in, in sense of what it means uh, in respect of that person's decision-making ability. Um, so I don't think there should be a stigma. I think, I think there is a little bit of a stigma yeah. um, because of this history that we have. But the reality is that we, we have no choice. Given where we are in, in, in the house price cycle, given how uh, unaffordable homes are now to a large proportion of Canadians, and given the fact that we need shelter, like it's, it's almost mathematical. People are going to be turning to the rental market much more than they have historically, and that, I think, will you know, the change attitudes with respect to home ownership across the country. You know, in terms of an investment, when you take a look at it, and I think, you know, the thinking is, uh, just for the sake of round numbers, you buy a house for $100,000, 10 years later you sell it for $200,000, hey, you've made $100,000. Not a chance. Not a chance. I mean, all of us who own a home know maybe you've had to do a roof, you've had to do a furnace, you've had to put in a dry... Who knows what? But you've spent a lot of money that you wouldn't have to spend if you were a renter. So it's not like it's all gravy, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you've got property taxes, you've got land transfer costs, interest. you've got commissions, you've got interest. Um, it's not, I mean, it, it's by no means a slam dunk. Now, when prices are going up 20, 30% yeah. a year, it's a pretty easy, like it is kind of a slam dunk, but you can't you can't anticipate that prices are going to go up by that amount. I mean, it, nobody thinks prices are going to go up by 20% when you buy a place. I mean, maybe some people do. I don't. Um, so, you know, you end up being fortunate in that perspective, but clearly, like, being a homeowner it requires you know, a lot more than just your mortgage payment. Oh, boy, does it ever, yeah. Um, and the, the last one, in terms of investing, uh, I, like you're saying, what we're seeing with um, real estate, the, the appreciation on those investments right now, yeah, okay, clear winners. But if you're in a typical market where, you know, if you're going to be in a house for 10 years, if you took the money that you weren't spending on, like you say, the interest or the property taxes or whatever, and you were just paying your rent, and all of that you were putting in an outside investment that you can control and you can direct and you can sort of navigate your way through it, is there a possibility you come out wealthier at the end of it that way than just hoping that the housing market goes up? 
certainly, right? I mean, obviously, if you're if you're a really really good investor and you manage to secure solid gains in your in your portfolio, then those gains can outstrip those that you'd make on on a housing investment. Um, there's no there's no question about that. Now, you know, it depends on the financial literacy of, of of individuals, their risk tolerance, their ability to identify good financial financial make good financial decisions, and that's and that's not easy. Um, but it's of course it's possible, and and the reality is again for for well this is available to both homeowners and and renters now. But there are tax free savings programs that allow folks to, you know, if you got lower monthly payments for instance because you're renting as opposed to homeowning, then maybe you can put more into a TFSA and then accrue those those financial benefits in a in a, in a tax sheltered environment. So there are it's not it's not a slam dunk in terms yeah. of house price owning being. Definitely a better financial solution than homeownership. It certainly was the case over the last number of years, but I think what we've experienced the last number of years is, is pretty atypical in terms of what happens okay. in the housing market. Yeah, no doubt. Is there a way? I mean, can you walk into to um, the bank and say, "Hey, listen, I'm, I'm thinking about this, and I don't know what's best for me. This is my situation. Is there a, a calculation that can be done to say, you know, what you might be better off renting or buying?" Uh, sure. I mean, I, I, th- I think if, if folks are kind of debating that, they should go into a bank or, or you know, talk to a financial advisor, and then they will guide them with the best, uh, you know, the best plan possible. And whether that's homeownership, whether that's renting, yeah. you know, thinking about savings vehicles, thinking about you know, savings for your kids' education. There's all kinds of considerations that go into a financial plan, and they're all relevant at the end of the day to the decision of home uh, being a homeowner versus a renter. You know, the cash flow and liquidity and risk, all that matters in, in, in setting up these things. Great stuff. I really appreciate your time, Mr. Perot. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me on. You bet. That is Jean-Francois Perot, who is the chief economist at Scotiabank.